And welcome back to another episode of the Wire Fantasy Football Podcast. This week we're joined by our buddy Devin D. Griffey, who we're super excited to have uh, updated our intro song. Yeah, it's great. I hope, I'm sure you guys all heard it, but we're going to jump into the Bucks. We're going to talk a little bit about Brady, and it'll be a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wire. D. Griffey. This the wire. Serving up a hot take. Around the league, serving jams like a hot plate. Who's the flex? First pick. Rounds four to eight. Trading with the base. That's Superman. We need a cape. This that fantasy. See who get the glory. Who's gonna stay up in their lane talking Tory? Who's gonna ride up on the train with a hype at? Yeah, you wanna start them, but matches you might not like that. Three tutties next week, many's double covered. Takes on a hundred coming out the oven. Tim and Todd, they the guys, know you gotta love them. Take your pick, do it quick, they on fire. The wire. All right. So, Devin, I want to thank you very much for uh, updating our intro to our podcast. We love it. We're excited about it. We got great feedback on it, too. Yeah. I got to pay. Now nah, I'm just fucking with you. You know what's all <laughs> I got you. I'm like family. You know I got you. Don't yeah, you man. Know. No, it was great, dude. It, it's, it's awesome. We, we, we really appreciate it, man. No, it was, it was good work. Got a lot of reactions from it. We got a lot of people messaging us telling us, you know, they love the the intro. They love how modern it is and kind of upbeat. It kind of brings podcast full circle for us. Yeah, you already know because, you know, especially with technology and how it's shifting and everything, you know, podcasts, that's the way to go. For you know, sure. People, people get sick of just the radio and then you can only listen to the same Spotify songs or Apple Music that you like, you know, so I think podcasts are basically you know tv shows through the radio without a doubt and that's kind of where what we're hoping where it takes off but you know what while we're talking about kind of social media and things of that sort why don't you plug yourself where people know where you can find us everyone's going to hear your song obviously with right here after the intro yeah um so let everybody know where you are yeah it's your boy d griffey that's d space griffey similar to ken griffey jr you know, you can find me on every streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. You know, I just came out with a project, a little EP called You Thought It Was Easy. Um, and then I have new music coming soon. So stay tuned. Beautiful. And to be honest, dude, the, my favorite song that you came out with so far is Booty Bounce. <laughs> I got I to gotta tell you, it's catchy. It's one, it's one of those club hits. I love it. Um, no, I mean, it's, it. I would definitely uh, recommend checking it out because, you know, not only because you're one of our bro, but one of our bros, but you know, you're, you've put some work in and you can, you can tell, you know, you, you got it. Yeah, you're on the come up. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah. I work my ass off. You know, I, I've been lucky to do songs with, you know, some of Chris Brown's writers. Yep. So that, that was like one of my biggest accomplishments there. Um, I got a co-sign from one of Aftermath's artists, John Connor. Mm-hmm. So you opened you, for a big name. Not yeah, that I went there. You opened up for Corey Guns. <laughs> so the Corey Guns a couple years ago. Um, and then I did three shows in one night. Opened up for Don Q, Dita Flyers. And then I would probably say my biggest current artist that I opened up for was Lil Dark. Lil Dark. In Connecticut. Dope. That's yeah, cool, that man. That's crazy. 
That's awesome. Man. I was at the Corey Gunn show. <laughs> uh, you were you were the la- so how it was is we got there at like eleven o'clock, and then Corey was coming on at like twelve thirty. You were the guy, the last guy before Corey came on. It was yeah. like twelve fifteen when you came on. <laughs> you set the stage right, and it was it was a fun night. I I had fun. Yeah, I appreciate you. You know, I put everything into this. I like my shows. You know, being lit. You know, music's about having fun. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring that fun to the stage and the crowd. You know, without a doubt. So yeah, you came is. into the it crowd and is. had fun with us, dude. It was it was fun, man. Yeah, that's a, that's the biggest thing is you know a lot of my support is friends that I grew up with. Uh, you know, attend my shows. So it's like they bring the energy with me and then we just turn that bitch out. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I mean, I had fun and I've gone to a couple of your shows. And, <laughs> uh, I've had some fun, but, um, you know, it, 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 it only took you like 30 minutes to get all that. Re- like it went from, hey, you want to do it? Sure, give me 20 minutes. 30 minutes later, we had a voice memo. Three hours later, we're at a recording studio. Next thing you know, we have a new intro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that's how I like to work because it's something I feel the more I work, the easier it kind of comes to me. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, oh, you want sports? I grew up playing sports. You know, let me put two and two together and kill it for my boys. Yeah. The crazy and, part and is, the, you, go ahead. I'm sitting there going, the crazy part is like, you're like, oh, anything you want us to add into this? And uh, like, what, I forget what the word you used for, well, uh, not ad libs or whatever it was. But we're like, I can't think of anything else to add to this. This was spot on right off the first track. I was like, damn, this is wild right now. Yeah. It was, it, it was nuts. It, it, the crazy thing is I wrote double of what the the song ended up being. Right. But then I listened to it. I was like, nah, this is too long. This is a podcast. This isn't, this isn't you know, an album, an EP, a single. Right. So I cut it and, you know, it worked. Yeah. No, it's perfect. I, I, I'm I'm excited about it. I I, I, was, I was showing everybody. I, if I could add it to my phone and, and play it on my radio every day, I would. But I've got it saved in the cloud in my files. I put that bitch out all the time. There you go. You know. But no, man, it's awesome. So I know you went to college. Yes. Uh, you played some baseball. I did. And you have a funny story about a former Patriot quarterback's yes ex-girlfriend yes so um after high school i went on to continue my education at bridgewater state i ended up playing baseball there and while i was there um jimmy garoppolo's ex-girlfriend was there and she yeah so she played lacrosse she was a good lacrosse player so we knew each other and all that you know from the mutual you know sports thing so it was kind of crazy to see like Oh, this girl I knew, mm-hmm. like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Is now dating, you know, one of the biggest quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. You were one step removed from being famous, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you know somebody who knows somebody who's famous. All you Chill. needed was Jimmy to grab that song, put it in the freaking locker room, and you would have been there. Oh, that's yeah. it, dude. Yeah, it, it, what's Get crazy? a video of Gronk dancing the bounce, the booty <laughs> bounce. See? <laughs> It'd be wildfire. Oh, man. <laughs> So, yeah, that, so that was pretty crazy to see when she posted that, you know, Instagram post of her and Jimmy. I was like, oh, damn, this chick I know is really dating this, you know, right, professional right, right. athlete. The shit you never expect. And it was a Valentine's Day post that he liked, you said, right? Yeah. That, so it wasn't yeah. like she just took a picture as a fangirl. He liked the photo on Insta and everything. Yeah, they, they was definitely together. And then, then I guess it just fell apart. But 
he started making quarterback money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That changes everything. Yeah. He, he wanted, and maybe he wanted to stop dating girls in college. Yeah. That's always possible, too. Yeah, it's crazy. But, we all know they do the wildest things, so. though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, she was good peoples, though. I'll give it. She was good peoples. Hey. She dated Jimmy G. That's all I need to know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty cool. Um, so, I know you're a, a Bucks fan. Yeah. Uh, you've been a Bucks fan since I've Forever. known you in, what, we meet in second grade? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesus, it's been that it's long. It's been man. that long. Dude, we played t-ball together. Yeah. And we knew he, each other. We've known each other. Even preschool. Yeah. Your mom was my, our preschool <laughs> you, teacher. You are the two Crazy. people, I, you're the other two people other than my family I've known the longest. Yeah. 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 No, seriously, and it, it's Crazy, you know, it's so awesome that we're able to maintain these friendships. And you know what's funny? A lot of people don't. A lot yeah. of people don't at all. And, you, and you burn out. And you, people that you think they're gonna go, you're going to grow up with and all this stuff, you just burn out with. And it's just not. Yeah. And we've been for almost 20 years between all of us. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Nuts. Seriously. So, you know, now that the elephant in the room yes. has to be addressed. Put it out there. Say it. Go ahead. The, the greatest of all time yep. is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. It's like it's like Madden. <laughs> it really is. I I can't. Be, I still can't believe. I, I until I see him in a jersey, it's still gonna be surreal for me. You know, uh, at first the crazy thing is when you know all the rumors were spreading about all these teams that had the chances. Would he go back to New England? I was kind of on the fence about it, based off me thinking. Does he still have the ability to throw the deep ball? See, that's been the conversation for a while. And he does. I think he does, yeah. <laughs> I think you see does. that yeah. laser he yeah. hit Cordero Patterson with a year ago? Yeah, yeah, so that so then I actually, you know, kinda hit myself in the head. I was like, fuck you talking about? Obviously he does. So even if he didn't, he took a team that everyone thinks had no weapons last year to what what, what were we? 12 and 4? 11 and 5. 11 and 5. Okay. But Philip Dorsett was his second best wideout. Yeah. He's going to a team where you arguably have seven weapons yeah. that are better than yeah. Philip Dorsett. <laughs> two, what, two wideouts in the top 10? Yeah. Yep. Top 10, right? And then Easy. three of the most talented tight ends in football. Oh, yeah. You have Rojo. Yeah, we'll get to the, the, the roster talent after. The endless. The talent on that team is endless. And yep. we're, we're going to cover that in a little bit. Yep. But... I can't see any how any possibility how adding Brady to that team could be a bad thing. There's no, no way. Not at all. There's no way. Not at all. Yeah. The that's, only thing is, is his age. But yeah, that that's yeah. the thing. But you know, you know, in the draft, we'll probably get to that a little later. You know, we got arguably the most athletic lineman in the whole draft. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you're going into this knowing that it's probably going to be no more than a two, three year lease with him yeah. anyway. So yeah. you. You're shooting a super, win a Super Bowl this year or next year, and oh yeah, we're going all in. Right, we're going all in. So, question. Yes. Are you gonna buy a Tom Brady jersey? No. Okay. Wow. Because I I have the respect of him being the greatest of all time, but you know he's known as a patriot. Now, what if he brings you a championship? No, because he's still a patriot. Okay, his destiny, I respect that. You know his. So you don't want a piece of that patriot. greatness. You don't want to wear a piece of that greatness for the next ten years. No, because though he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers currently, you know, and I do value him as the greatest quarterback of all time. What's he going in the Hall of Fame as? As a patriot. As a patriot. Of so I, I give, you know, I give him that respect of acknowledging him as being 
a huge asset to our offense, mm-hmm. being the greatest quarterback of all time. But he's a patriot. He could go out as the best quarterback you guys have ever had. He already is. <laughs> Let's go. Hold on a second. Come on, you don't want to put Jameis in that category? Jameis and Brad Johnson, I'm not well, really hanging my hat on. Let, let me toss this name at you that I thought about the other day out of nowhere. Do you Bruce guys, Grodkowski. No, do you guys remember Josh Freeman? Yep. Oh, Jesus. Yep. I, think, I think he plays in Canada. I looked it up the other he's day. He's really? He's still yeah. playing? He's CFL. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, he, he was he was the jo- he was Jameis Winston before Jameis Winston. Basically, the yeah. same body type and, and athleticism and bad decision making. I was I would I you know I would always root for Jameis, right? You know he because he would show signs of greatness. He had he has the, oh all God. the tools to be a fantastic. If his decision making does some serious improving. He is going to be a problem. That's why this this year or two he's going to spend in New Orleans. He could come out of that and be a team's franchise quarterback for the next oh, six, seven Drew years. Brees. Oh, without a doubt. And what's if gonna you're be not inter- under Brady, you're under Drew Brees. Right. There's- yeah. The only better thing he could do is be coached by Peyton Manning. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, li- that's literally he he's he's they said it on on some some things I've listened to. He's like going to QB school for two years and going to come out of it. Yeah, oh, without yeah. a doubt. If, if, but if Drew goes down again, that, he's, he's, a, he's a hell of a backup quarterback. Yeah, he's starting. And you know what's interesting, too, is that you sit there and you, everyone kind of, we joked about it for a while, about him getting LASIK surgery. That helps. I, like, <laughs> I, I don't think anybody realized a quarterback has to see the field and can't fucking see. Oh, seriously, <laughs> like, yeah. How does that even make any sense? Like, he, he has to get better like, just from that. So, right, so he has the LASIK. Right. Which goes to think, you know, with football being such a aggressive sport. Right. right? Who knows the times like his contact popped out or maybe it shifted Mm -hmm. as he was, you know, getting out of the pocket and then having to throw the football. You know, he's got a little piece of turf dust or something stupid sitting there and he can't get it out. But he's also not. You have contact. No, but. I, I remember somebody had that problem yeah. for a long time. Those blue eyes are was fake, it? aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he got him for his. Uh, was it Todd? Only. I think it was Todd. Yeah, it was Todd. I think it was Todd. Todd. He used to have that problem. Yeah, a high school quarterback. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, th- th- he's not the only person in the NFL at contacts. No, he can't be. No, but so it's not really an excuse. But yeah, I mean, well, Deshaun Watson got. One of his eyes was closed after getting kicked in the yeah. eye, and he still threw a, a laser for a touchdown. But it's I'm just trying to have some faith in Winston here. No, yeah. I, I know, and I, I, I'm one of the guys that believes in Winston because oh, one, he is all, he has been a fantasy relevant quarterback. He has carried some teams <laughs> oh, to playoff wins, yeah. and th- I've reaped the benefits of his. A bit. Yeah, he threw three picks, but he threw for 500 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. Right. I don't give a shit if they win or lose. He he scored 35 fantasy points for me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, well, he put up numbers. At, well, if you look at it, right? I'm I'm pretty sure last year when we played, so our biggest competition, mm-hmm. you know, in our division, the Saints. Sure. You know, when we played them for the first time. Last season, I believe they beat us by a touchdown. Okay. Right? And that touchdown was scored in the fourth quarter. Right? And then the second time they played us, they beat us by 17. But that was one of the games where Jameis had four interceptions. 
throne. One of the many that he did. You, you know right. what I'm saying? So when you when you kind of balance it out, you know, we had seven losses where Probably we just lost by a touchdown picks. or less. And he, you also had seven games where you started your first drive on offense with an interception. Exactly. Yeah. And I think there was we what were it counting was, it for a while. Wasn't it, it, it like Kyle, six weeks or something Kyle, like that? Kyle brought it up to us. He's like. This is the fifth week in a row he's thrown a pick on the first drive of the yes. game. He threw a pick six on three straight games to start the game. It was ridiculous. He threw... I watched the video of the 25 defensive touchdowns that were scored last year. Mm-hmm. Seven were pick sixes from Jameis. See? There was only seven, uh, 18 other touchdowns on defense last year. Right. See, we talk about this, right? But then when we played the Giants last year, we had what, like... 30 seconds, if that, maybe like 20 on the board in the fourth quarter. And he hits Evans with that bomb. Yep. And then our kicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I. He, he shows flashes of greatness. He can be good. The talent's there. He does. He's got to figure it out. Yeah. He's like a Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's th- a, without the athleticism. Yeah, without, yeah. without being yeah, able to run like that. As yeah. athletic. Yeah. A little, a little bit of a better thrower, less athletic. Yeah. But yeah, I, I get where you're going there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I I don't see that being. There's no negative way to add the greatest quarterback of all time to your team. No, no absolutely. Especially, not. especially a quarterback who hasn't turned the ball over more than ten times since 2010. Right. Agreed. And he's never had these many weapons on offense at one time. Before. Yes, he has. Who? Probably not 2007. Since Moss. Yeah, Moss. Moss Welker. Um, Edelman was on that team. He but didn't Edelman play. Was, um, Edelman. What Stallworth was on that team? Dante Stallworth. Um, I mean, he was a, he was a yeah. serviceable yeah. wide receiver at the time. Yeah, yeah, but, but he did not have the weapons that we have all at one time. That's what I'm saying. Did Gronk? Gronk, Gronk? was Gronk was two years, a uh, couple of, three years later. Yeah, but then it was Gronk, Hernandez, Welker, Edelman, and. Um, I forgot who the other guy was, Josh Dobson or something like that. Yeah, see, but, yeah. but it was. See, that's what, that, but Gronk uh, and Hernandez, the, the Gronk you're getting now isn't going to be the same Gronk that was in New England no, two years, not. three years no, ago. No, but we have two of the most athletic tight end, not the most, you know, a couple of. OJ the, might be. Yeah, OJ's a force. He might He's, be. What, I was watching the draft when he um, got drafted. They were talking about him like he was Jimmy Graham, Ben Coates, Rob Gronkowski, and uh, Tony Gonzalez. Like, all had a baby together and made this guy. Which, honestly, this might be a bold statement, but he could be. We just haven't utilized him to his fullest. Right, and that's going to be the interesting part. Do you think they go back to running, like, a two-tight end set or something like that? How do you not with the three of them? Yeah. Right. But, I mean, they've had the two of them, and they weren't using them then. So, what says that they're going to do that now? Different quarterback. So you think the quarterback's going to make the difference? I think so. Yeah, I mean, you don't think he's going to bring some of the playbook from 2012 when they had Gronk and Hernandez? Because when you look at it, right, most of Jameis had what? He averaged like the longest yards per throw. Yeah, he definitely won the air air yard. He led the the NFL in air yards for like two of the last three seasons. You know, Brady's not known as a quarterback that's consistently throwing the ball downfield all game. Yeah, air yardage. Yeah, he yeah. he'll maybe have the yards, but y- air yards per completion. Because yeah. Brady typically gets rid of the ball quicker because and, of the system they had here. Yeah, the the crazy stat that I saw was everybody is saying that Tom Brady isn't gonna Evans is gonna take a huge dip because of the 
time needed for him to get downfield. Uh, yeah. But I looked it up the other day. Last year, Jameis threw the ball in 2.7 seconds. Mm-hmm. 2.77, I'm sorry. Yeah. Tom Brady yeah. threw it in 2.75. It's, a, it's 0.02 yeah. seconds per throw. Yeah, that is really close. That's the, super the, close. Yeah, the thing is, with Evans, he's not... He just needs time. He's like a fucking gazelle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll out-jump you, but he's not going to burn you right off the line. He'll catch you slipping. Yes. Right. But he's not like, uh, you know... He's not Randy Moss. God- no. But... <laughs> <laughs> he, where, where we have Chris Godwin that will burn you right off the line. So... Since we're having the we're on the Evans Godwin conversation, which one of them do you think is going to be? What's what I'm looking for here? Um, which one do you think is going to benefit more from having Brady? Um, I think Chris Godwin. You think Godwin? Yeah, I think I, that's a I, consensus I everywhere. That so. is yeah, the consensus you know, everywhere. But I want to see if you had a different take on it. No, I I, I don't. I think because with Evans being our deep threat and mm-hmm. him being able to run every route, moss you, even though he's not Randy Moss, he right. can moss you. They're gonna have to bring the safety off of you know over the top. Right. But to me, I and I'm not, I agree with Godwin. I won't throw a crazy hot take. Tim will kill me if I throw one here. Go <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the strap. Tim. Um. But I have this odd feeling that because I, I agree, I think they're gonna bring some of the playbook over, and I think the tight ends are gonna be a lot more prevalent this year than people think they're gonna be. And I think that they're gonna start getting the double. And it's going to go back and forth. And I think Evans is actually going to have a much better year than people think. He, I think mm-hmm. his touchdown numbers are going to be through the roof this year. I think he's going to be that guy that they throw the jump ball to. So that, the thing with me in that one is I kind of disagree. I agree, but disagree. Okay. I disagree on the touchdown numbers. The reason I say that is he's not the only large you don't think he's going to want to give Gronk some love in the red zone? No, without you don't, a doubt. You, you, and you can't... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then you mentioned it right before we started recording. Cameron Bray led the, the, the NFL in touchdowns for tight ends two, two or three years ago. Yeah. O.J. Howard is not just going to disappear on this team as well. No. You know, so in the red zone, he has so many options where it's not like... When OBJ was in New York, where he was the only option and he, he was getting forced the ball. Right. You know, he's one of five options, never mind Rojo running the ball or, yeah. or, or Vaughn that they yeah. just drafted. Yeah. You have Obawale. Yeah. That's great, right? <laughs> yeah. Obawale, he was a pass catcher out of yeah. the backfield. Yeah. You have a lot of options. It's, you know, it's not like it's just Evans anymore. And when you look at it, OJ Howard. You can name less than a handful of tight ends you're running screens with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he, you, you he, know? he's realistically a wide receiver who can put his hand on the ground. He's, he's like Jimmy Graham. He's not the best blocker, and he never has been. Right. But he's an athletic freak. Yeah. He's fast. You no. think he ran like a 4-5 coming yeah. out of college at like 260. Mm-hmm. You know, he's putting up speed like a wide receiver at 260 pounds yeah he's bigger than linebackers and faster than safeties which i think you know with with our depth at that position i feel you know it was a good pickup with us getting gronk you know gronk towards the end of his career with the pats right he was the workhorse of that offense and as a result he was always getting hurt sure you know look in this offense i see where you're going with this i see him catching three passes a game you think so? Yep. I think when you need it, he's going to be out there. 
He's remember though. Gronk is a, if he plays a lot, if he plays almost every snap, he's a he's going to be a boost for Rojo. Oh, big time. Oh, without a he's, doubt. He's he is arguably he is arguably the best blocking tight end yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. He was drafted and they said that he was an, an additional offensive yeah. lineman. You're right. Yeah. When when he was on the field and oh, they ran blocking, the ball with Sony Michelle compared to off the field, the better. numbers were drastic. Think, and that's kind of where I was going to go with my next point was that I think Rojo could have a very good year this year too because people are going to have to focus on that passing game with so many options and then um it's got has to open up lanes for Rojo. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, as we all know, it's been a while since right. Tampa Bay's had that, you know, solid every down back. Right. And I think Rojo can be that guy. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to give him the opportunity to with them drafting that kid Vaughn, I think it was. Vaughn, yep. Um, but I think that he's going to get those that first and second down carries for sure. He's going to pound the ball on the goal on the goal line. And I think he's going to have a solid thousand yard year. Um, probably flirt around five, six touchdowns, something like that, and he'll be a solid RB three or high potentially RB two guy kind of guy, and people will be up on him this year. Yeah, I agree. And with you know our draft pick, one of our later picks, we had Raymond Callis. Okay. You know, and we picked him based off his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Sure. Too. So we'll see how that goes. Because you know how the next Dan, Danny um. Would be a wooded 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 wooded. Yeah. He's small, he's shifty, came from yeah. a small school. That's yep. why he went so late. Yep. Right. Um, you know, he's one of those guys where you could definitely, you know, potentially get a guy like that. You know, just to, he's not gonna be, you know, you're not drafting a Le'Veon Bell. You're yeah, drafting no. a guy who's gonna, you know, like a Sproles, like yeah. is probably his ceiling. Yeah. You know, he but hey, to be serviceable, catch some balls and return some punts. Yeah, you know, he'll be pick a special up some, teams guy. Yeah. You know, pick up the blitz in the passing game, stuff yeah. like that. You know, if he can pick up that stuff, he, he's gonna play. Sure. You know, and, and, and Brady loves those guys. Brady oh, yeah. loves the running back out of the backfield. Yeah. You know, especially if there's so many weapons. If there's Godwin, Gronk, Evans, and we have Tyler Johnson too. We have yeah. yet to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, with with him, the interest that in a normal draft, he's a late second round pick, early third round pick. In a normal draft, who are you talking about? Tyler Johnson, the wideout they got in the fifth round. Okay. So a couple reasons he slipped, and this mm-hmm. is something you know I, I've looked into a little bit. Yep. The reason, the main reason he slipped is because this is the deepest wide receiver class the NFL has ever seen. Oh, it's ridiculous. Guys going in the second round would have been the 15th pick last <laughs> yeah. year. It, like, Michael Pittman is a first-round wideout, but yeah. there's only 32 picks in the in the first round. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? They, these got, this, this is the deepest the class has been. T. Higgins was a monster in college. Imagine Pittman went, went to Tampa Bay. How, right. how ironic would, it, yeah. <laughs> would that have been? But... Uh, the, the, that's a reason why he would have probably dropped to, like, the third round in a... You know, in a normal draft. But yeah. the main reason why he dropped is because he didn't run at the combine. He didn't run his 40 times, so they weren't sure on his speed. Okay. And then he was supposed to run at his pro day. And obviously all that got canceled. And it got canceled mm-hmm. because of the all coronavirus. The coronavirus. Yeah. So. She's getting real. And and when he got <laughs> drafted, people were like, oh, I can't believe he's still there. This is a great pick for them. Yeah. If he's that wide receiver three for them, oh he, my he's God. six. He's six two. <laughs> He's, Praise he's, the Lord. He's bigger than Godwin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Godwin's like, what, 6'1"? I think yeah. Godwin's 6'1". But this kid's 6'2". He has speed. He's, we don't know what it's calculated at, but he's he's fast. 
And the the guy to keep an eye on, even if he's got average speed, those are three monsters for wide receivers. Yeah. Never mind, again, the tight ends. Yeah. We're going to keep... Brady's used to, to throwing Amendola and Edelman. Right. Now he has guys that are tall. Yeah. Catch radius <laughs> is the entire field right now. Yeah, you just throw the ball. Yeah. Well, that's what Jameis did. But, hey, you know, <laughs> hey. Um, but the interesting thing that I saw on Twitter today... Okay. Is Scotty Miller, the new James... Uh, I'm sorry, Julian Edelman? A little tiny white slot receiver. He's 5'8", 175 pounds, shifty little guy. I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, that's Scotty what Miller. I'm anything's possible. That was your hot take. That, that could yeah. be the hot <laughs> no, no, that's, no, that's not even the hot take yet. No, we're we're going to get to that one afterwards. But, you know, he could carve out a little role and catch 20, 25 passes this year. Get, get a couple third down conversions. or Sure. You know, if he, if he has a shiftiness that Edelman did, I mean. Yeah. Not not everybody has a shiftiness, the speed, and the grit that Edelman no, did. I but don't know if anybody ever will. But. No, he, he's he's a different animal. But you know, in my opinion, you you could have Edelman too. <laughs> Tim's trying to sell Edelman for a third round pick to anybody that will take him. It's like Matt, I'm I, I'm selling off all of our pieces. You <laughs> yeah, have him. We don't off. need him. He, he's gonna. I, I said it. I, I said it with Alex too. We don't. I, I think sell off the older pieces, get younger, and just start building. Mm-hmm. But. You know, Scotty Miller could be a, a, a shifty little receiver in, in, in between all those large bodies that you're worried yeah. about downfield. Yeah. yeah. And he's quick, he's shifty, and who knows? I think they're going to use the backs for that, and they're just going to play big ball. We can, yeah. I think we that's can. What's I mean, happen most because of the time. they were saying we were going to use Johnson as, as a slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, he's going to be that wide receiver three, but. Um, so you added Gronk, yep. you added Brady, yep. you added a, a backup offensive lineman. He's serviceable mm-hmm. in Joe yeah. League. Yeah. Um, you know, he's nothing nothing crazy. He's going to be a backup. You, you need know. the depth. You need the depth. Yeah. Um, the offensive line was an area of concern. Was Big, it? Jameer yeah. Dotson was terrible yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, and then the guys that you lost that were, you know, key contributors that signed with other teams. Obviously, James went to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Carl Nassib got paid big money to go to uh, Las, uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. But I don't think he's that big of a loss because mm-hmm. of the depth you guys have gotten there. Mm-hmm. Bill Allen's gone. You resigned Sue. Yeah. Uh, you drafted a, a defensive tackle, a versatile yep. guy yep. In, in the uh, sixth round. Yeah. Perriman's gone. He's. I, I, I was sad, man. The Perriman was I gone? I wanted to keep him. Uh, I think I he showed. He had flashes of potential. That, that one was... game that he played. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> he played one game. He, he, was show- go- he was good for that one he game. He showed signs of potential. But that's the problem. Everybody's got potential. That's why they're there. Fair enough. And the other guy you guys lost was Peyton Barber. You yeah. filled him. Yeah. Um, I honestly You won't think even he- feel that. I honestly think that he hurt Rojo, Rojo. a little bit. But yeah. The thing is, is now Ro- Rojo is your only real power back. Yeah, that's the thing. So if Rojo yeah. turns an ankle in a game, you're, you're back to that. You're, you're an agility team running the ball. Everything yeah. has to be off the edge. Everything has to be out of the shotgun with a draw play. We're just calling Tim. Yeah. Calling me. I'll run the ball. Put me in coach. I'm ready to play. But, you know. You know, now, now that also we've talked about, you know, the upside and what everyone's looking about, you know, for our team, our offense, you know. When are we going to switch to the biggest what if? Our defense. So, in we my opinion. this before you got here. 
And guys, the are, defense is solid. Arguably, oh, yeah. the defense arguably, is solid. Well, last year you guys had a problem. In my opinion, top seven defense. Yeah, we were ranked. Nobody's what, running nine, the ball on nine you. by the end of the season. You have the what, nine? You, you have probably the second or third best front seven in football. Oh yeah, it's, it's your just, linebackers are Shaq Barrett, who had I, what, 22 tackles last the year. The most elusive back in the league. <laughs> <laughs> But Shaq Barrett is a he has athletic season. freak. He had what twenty two sacks. Yeah, last year? he balled out. And then you have Levante David, yeah, who is a run stuffing middle linebacker oh, yeah. who can cover. He has some speed. Devin White is a he's Troy Polamalu playing safety. <laughs> yeah. he, he his speed on Madden is ninety two. Yeah, he's, he's faster he's a, than the wide receivers. He, I'm having you know, him cover. What else, what else I think was beneficial for him is having Levante David as a teammate, and also having JPP. Oh, who is also going to be coming off the other edge of Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Never mind the fact that your front three in a 3-4 is going to be Ndamukong Sue, <laughs> who we all know is a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We have yeah. Vita Vea, who is a run-stuffer. He's a 340-pound man. He's moving. Stuffing up a turkey. No, I'm just kidding. Don't you write. And then probably the worst one out of all of them is Will Golson, but he's still a serviceable 3-4. No, he is. He is. You know, and JPP can slide into that spot. And, you know, but... It's our secondary. It's your secondary. Winfield was a good add in the draft. Yeah. I think he was a steal in the second round. Yeah. Jordan Whitehead isn't terrible. No. He has some upside. I don't know too much about your corners, Carlton Davis and Sean uh, Murphy Bunting. Yeah, no, there wasn't. There's not much to know about. Right. It, you know, when it comes to our secondary, I mean, when we drafted Hargreaves, right? Because that was going to be one of our saviors. Vernon Hargreaves, in the, right? Yeah, yeah. That was going to be one of our, you know, saviors in the secondary. Right. Then he turned out to be a lazy ass mother. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> but that is the thing. But the thing is, with that front seven, you can they only your, need your, to cover yeah. for two and a half seconds. Very yeah. true. Very true. Shaq Barrett's coming. Very yeah. true. They're that, gonna pin their ears back and just go. Yeah, that, and that's just what people start tend to forget. Quarterbacks. That's what people tend to forget is that we finished in the top ten at the end of the season. Right. As and that's defense. with and that's with how many short fields? Exactly. How many short fields did you guys have? How many times did you guys you know have a big three and out? Oh, and then yeah. a play oh, yeah. later, Jameis throws a pick and you're back on the field. Exactly. Or a long drive, you get a good fourth down stop inside you know, the 40-yard line. And, so, you know, and, and you next thing, Jameis puts you back on the field the yeah, next play exactly. and you have another 10, 15 plays. That gets exhausting as a defense. Exactly. We've, we've played defense before. When you have to run back on the I field tried. and finally get the <laughs> All right. Well, me and Tyler play defense. <laughs> you, my, my they call you D hands in high school because you caught everything that touched your hands. But yeah, I wasn't hit. I wasn't hit. Shit. Yeah, just, nah, just give me the ball. <laughs> you had a shoulder protect anyway. <laughs> we well, gave you a pass. True. We Very knew your future true. was in baseball. My main sport was baseball, so I will say yeah. that. That's my but excuse. You caught everything that touched your hands. It was it was it, it was good, but. You know, the thing, we, we've played defense before, you haven't, but... I didn't flag. And, okay, but <laughs> hey, hey you flag, know, you were on. <laughs> you were, because there was no contact. <laughs> but the thing with it, you know, when you, when you just come off the field and you're exhausted, you get got a water bottle in your hand, you're going over the plays, oh, 
Jameis threw another pick. Time to run back out there. Fuck. You you know, and and a guy like Shaq Barrett, who's going balls to the wall. Shaq Barrett, the most elusive backer in the league, though. (laughs) But, you know, when he's coming off the edge for 10 straight plays, has 30 seconds off, and then has to come back on the field. It takes a toll. It takes a toll, and and the numbers hurt because of it. Yeah. But arguably, you guys have a top, I think a top five defense next year. I agree. Even with, you know, because as long as Brady, we, your time of possession is going to go up. Your oh, yeah. defensive time on the field is going to go down. Oh, yeah. It, well, the look, field position is going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> Todd Bowles. It, it your field position game is going to get better. Right. You know, instead of getting on the field at the 45, you're getting on the field yeah. at the 20. Yeah. Right. No. Because he's going to get down a, and at least kick, has them kicking field goals. Or, Whatever yeah. it may be. Or you're getting a couple first downs before you punt. Right. You know what I mean? It's, right, right, right. It's, it's, he's going to improve that defense being on the offense. Yeah. You know, and, and Gronk being able to block for Rojo is going to open up some lanes, kill some clock a little bit in some mm-hmm. situations, rather than, you know, running into the middle linebacker on block yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Um, you know, so I honestly see the defense... If you guys could add, could add a cor- in my opinion, next year you have to sign a big name corner. I think so too. You have to sign another good uh, defensive lineman because yeah. Sue's going to be gone. So, yeah, Ve- you know, Vey is getting older. Golson isn't yeah. exactly there, and then you know, you're good on offense. But it's you're going to have to start paying attention to Agreed. what we did with Brady and seeing who the next guy is going to be afterwards. Because agreed. Blaine Gabbert's not the guy. No, Blaine Listen, Gabbert's definitely not the guy. Blaine Gabbert is the GOAT junior. <laughs> no, I, don't write that. I can't even entertain that. But he, he was but, a Patriots killer. No, that was Blake Bortles. That was Bortles. No, that was Blake Bortles. Um, <laughs> throw back to our sports talk episode a couple well, what, a couple weeks ago now, right? Yep, with the sports talk garage. Prince Mukamara is still so floating out there. Eli Apple. Yeah, Eli yeah. Apple. There's yeah. still some corners floating around that you guys could add. And you guys still have some cap space. Def- yeah. yeah. Don't ask me how, because I don't well, know. <laughs> you know how the NFL works is typically what happens is, is whatever's left over from last year, they take a percentage and mm. they let you use it again this year. Yeah. And then that it it grows every year. It's like it's like adding interest. It's like on my it. sick time at work. Exactly. <laughs> so Man, I wish I had that. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Uh, that sucks working for yourself. But, um, Every day's a vacation for you. Yeah. Who are you kidding? You wake up whenever. But, you know, you get the, nightly back rubs. <laughs> I don't want to hear a thing. But the thing is, is, you know, that's typically why. And the reason why we didn't have cap space is we had $27 million in dead money from Tom Brady and Antonio Brown. True. So next year, we're going to have upwards when Tooney's off the books. I think Hightower's done after this year. Mm-hmm. All that dead money. We're going to have close to $50 million in cap space next year. I still think we restructure a bunch of guys. Of course. You know, Gilmore is going to get one. Hightower will probably get one. Tooney will get one. But, you know, th- we're going to be in the 40 to $50 million in cap space range. Yeah, we can, so. we, We'll be able to start adding some pieces again. But the thing is, is, you know, you guys put yourselves in a good situation. Yeah, with a lot of guys on rookie deals still too. True, it's re- it's really all or nothing these next couple of seasons. Oh, for sure, you guys are you know? all in. There's no doubt about that. If any team's all in, it's you. Oh yeah. So I got a hot take for you. There Talk it is. To me, baby. I, I can't wait to hear this. Okay, so you have a 42 year old quarterback. Yeah. 
Your backup is Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. We all can agree is not the future. Goat Jr. We all can agree that if Brady goes down, you're not a Super Bowl contender anymore, right? Mm, yeah. Okay. Because Blaine yeah, Gabbert's yeah, not. Yeah. He, he, yeah. You know, okay. He's I wouldn't not put exactly Nick Foles. I wouldn't put my chest yeah, no. in. Yeah, no. Okay. Yep. How about this? Take the money you have in cap space. Mm-hmm. Sign Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. Sign Cam Newton. I love Cam. That's a bias. And let him question. sit under a year. He can't act up because, listen, you want to sign here? You want you want to get paid $3 million a year? And you want to you know, get paid next year when everybody has cap space and can work you out and, and give you a physical? Right. You better shut your mouth while you're here. You're going to do what Brady says. Well, you're going to learn under Brady. Well, and then doesn't really if, play that shit either. And if Brady goes down, Cam can step in and you guys are still a Super Bowl contender. I like that take. That would be I, crazy. I'm a huge Cam fan. You know, a lot of people dislike Three him. tight ends. You could put Cam out there at tight end. <laughs> guys, yeah, I'm throwing him a jump ball. You see that, man? You have Superman and the Gronk and the GOAT. Jesus. Here comes Tim Tebow again. Oh, no, man. but we... How many times... Cam will be your punt protector. Tight, yeah. tight, tight end screen pass. Yeah. To your backup quarterback. Talk about a fucking wildcat. Use, oh my use, God, use oh Cam my as a Taysom Hill package. <laughs> yeah, no, right? but... In seriousness, if you added Cam Newton, if Brady goes down, he's talented yeah. enough, and your offense and defense are talented enough mm-hmm. oh, to contend. Oh, yeah, definitely. We talk about all these, Philly was going to be a super team and all this stuff. That would make them a super team. They would have no holes at that point. None at all. No. And that's why I if think they the corner would be needed. And, and then sign Newton as a backup, <laughs> well, you have no holes. <laughs> No, you guys are, kickers are a diamond. Gostowski's still out there. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. That's right. We haven't had uh, that good of luck with kickers. No. <laughs> the last few years, nobody has. So No, no I mean. Except, oh, what was his name? Justin Tucker. Koo or whatever the heck his name in the Young Ho Koo. Yeah, Young Ho Koo oh, with his yeah. two onside kicks. Yeah. Outside that. Wasn't it like four? No, it was two in a row. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but, that Young Ho. Yeah. <laughs> that Young Ho. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it, I that's the two needs I see on that team. You need a corner, agreed, and you need a backup quarterback, agreed. Because if if New Orleans showed us anything last year, when you have an older quarterback that goes down, you need somebody who can come in and actually play. Oh yeah, those you know, Josh McCown comes in, he's not going to do anything. Blaine no. Gabbert, Blake Bortles, no. you're those lucky type to get of guys. Game with those guys, yeah, you're lucky. You better hope that the rest of your team carries a quarterback yeah. rather than the quarterback getting you by. Yeah. Teddy B- Bridgewater is an oh, NFL quarterback, yeah. and yeah. he was put in a situation with arguably the, the best offense in the league. Yeah, he, he but, balled out. You know that he did what he had to do. He did, and then he got paid. <laughs> and we and I think he's going to earn every penny of that contract. I don't, and I don't think in the sports talk garage who we did an interview with. Yeah. Uh, they're they're uh, Panthers fans. Yeah, they hate it. They're so pissed off. Yeah, they didn't want him. They'd rather suck with Kyle Allen for one more year and get Trevor Lawrence or something because they don't think that he's good enough. I think he is. I think he's gonna be just fine there. He, he was is. good and, in Minnesota. And, yeah, I I think the whole thing with that is him being you know a really athletic quarterback. He's not Tim- that, but he. He's evolved from trying to be that, I think. That's what, I, that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. He tore every muscle in his right. knee. That, that's what right. I'm saying. Though. They weren't sure if he was going to walk again. Right. <laughs> but I think I still think he's got enough athleticism in him where he can move a little bit, and he throws a good ball. He does. Yeah. 
He don't turn the ball over. But he throws with a glove. That's okay. He throws with a glove no on. Hands. What do you want from him? Oh, he he throws with a glove. He's Didn't the Manny only throw with a glove too, though. Yeah, when he was forty-seven years old and throwing it backwards, <laughs> he threw it like a punt. He threw punts to people. Hey, and thank God they had Demarius Thomas and Julius Thomas Ready? to catch the ball. Ready? Why do men wear condoms? To oh, protect know. themselves wait, from wait, having wait, a wait, child. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why do you wear a glove? <laughs> hold on. To protect yourself from dropping a damn ball. Hold on. It's simple math here. I have to one put this out there. One plus one is two. Two plus two is four. And a condom and a glove are the same damn thing. <laughs> I got two comments for this. I got two damn comments for this. There's one, who the fuck wears a condom? Two. Oh my god. No, you Wait. sure as hell don't wear a condom. You got a goddamn kid. Uh, Wait, hold on. Hold on. For, for 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 the high school kids that listen to the show. Don't be silly, wrap your willy. Yes. <laughs> wear a glove. Okay? No baseball players go out there with no gloves. That's right. Oh, That's man. right. <laughs> it's a family show. Boost house. Oh man. Represent the brand. <laughs> Gotta stay on point, guys. Gotta stay on point. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> oh, I didn't. You, you caught me off guard. <laughs> Jesus. God. I feel like I'm left at the altar. Um. Yeah, oh, so man. the Bucks. Uh, <laughs> but how how do you feel your chances are this year? What do you think your uh, record's going to be? I, Have you looked at the schedule? You know, this is one of the most exciting times to be a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. As you know, there hasn't been many. <laughs> it's been rough running for you guys for a since while. Brad Johnson, Brad right? Johnson. Yeah. Because other than that, since Brad Johnson, the furthest we've made it is the first round. God, I'm not ready for that lifestyle. Yeah, can you coach us through it? We've asked a couple other people. What's it like to not have a franchise quarterback? Never mind having ours, but what's it like to not have a franchise quarterback? So I I think the thing with us having Jameis is though he was not the franchise quarterback we needed, he was entertaining. So you still had hope is basically what I did. I did. You know, I I like Jameis, you know. He, he I think he could have been serviceable. I mean, he was when he was not throwing <laughs> to the other team. To the other team, he was yeah. so exciting to watch. You know, and, but he tried his ass off to be a leader, right? You know, even that, though he's over here eating crab legs, W's and shit. I don't know what's going Crab legs. He's trying. Yeah. You know, we. You know, it happens. That video did him no service. They should have not pu- published that. Oh, that, that was him and, him and how Sam many Darnold seeing ghosts. That? that was horrible. Oh, that was good. That, that was horrible. <laughs> was they did them both dirty with that. <laughs> I felt bad. Yeah, but it's okay. You guys had your run. I'm gonna be bald by the end of this for year for a long time, right? When it started, y'all didn't even have hair on your nuts. That's fair. Now you guys are over here getting discounts at Denny's. <laughs> And the dynasty is coming over, you know, coming to an end. But you guys will be okay. If I can get through it, you guys can get through it. I disagree. I'm, I'm going to be gray or bald or one of the two. I don't know. But it's going to happen. That's all we know is winning. True. That's all we know. True. From every angle. You the Sox, the Bruins, the, the Patriots. Know, like The Celtics. Don't you leave my Celtics out. <laughs> you know, let, let me tell you this, and I sincerely... 
you know, sincerely mean this, you know, from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say fuck you. I don't feel bad for you at all. We we the mo- the least amount of wins we've had since like two thousand three is nine. Uh, we probably deserve that. We do. We absolutely do. A little bit, but but it's honestly, I I can say you know, growing up knowing you guys, you guys are respectable Patriots fans. Oh, you have to be. You gotta you be guys realistic. Aren't the annoying ass, fair weather. Pink jersey fans. That it when it comes down to it, nobody hates the Patriots as in the players. It all has to do with the hatred of how the fans are. When you look at it, how can you hate Brady? What has he ever done personally to make you hate him? Nothing. Nothing. The fans wrong. Nothing. He's funny as shit. Oh, he's great. You know what I'm saying? Rand you're gonna hate Randy Moss. You know, nah, Edelman, you can't hate Randy Edelman would get on my nerves once in a while, but other than that, he just played hard. Yeah, but I love him. He's, he's also so, so funny off the field too, and he is that little he he's is that, that little, little chipmunk on the field that's screaming at people too. Ready, TBT right here. Okay. So, sad moment, but during the Hernandez trial, yep, I was a juror for a case. Okay, and we shared the same judge who would have to put our case on recess to go attend his case the next door, then put his case on recess and attend our case. Wow. So that, that was crazy, you know, walking into all that media and stuff. It, it was nuts. Oh, wow. You, you know what you should do is lie to people and say you were a juror on the trial. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Uh, but, but yeah, you know, it, it was obviously, you know, the circumstances aren't cool, but it was pretty cool, you know, like I was there. Oh yeah. Like people have seen this on TV. I'm in that courthouse. Wasn't my case, but I was right there. You, you were know? close enough to say you were part of it. That's yeah. it, right? It's crazy because he was being tried fifteen uh, ten minutes from our house. Yeah. yeah ten minutes too. from where yeah. sitting right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh he, seriously. He, Aaron Hernandez was being tried for multiple murders. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's it's you never would have realized it because Two months earlier, he was catching passes in the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, seriously. Sad tragedy, but unfortunately... And the documentary, was, documentary was crazy. Yeah, it was weird. They, they, they went into stuff that they... It was entertaining. But I feel like half of it was made up. Yeah. It was like... Uh, yeah. I, feel like I feel like a couple of... The, some of the people on there were just trying to be famous. Right, like... And trying to give yeah. content to, to be on the, like, the documentary. I, yeah. To be honest, I don't know how much of it that I believe that he was gay and all this stuff... But even if he was, Who I don't cares? care. That's not what I'm here about. That's a whole Live documentary. Life. <laughs> I thought the documentary was terrible. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it was, it was something, it was football. But I mean, it was like. Uh, made money. I, I right. wasn't, was, I didn't sit there. I wasn't like, ex- I wasn't like, wow, that was really good when I was done with it. I was just like. I was super excited. You, you, you literally just shit on some, some guy that died. And it yeah. just felt like. When, by the time I was done with it, I sat there and said, the guy that they were saying thought that was his. Significant other, I yeah, his politically boyfriend, whatever. correct with this, whatever, however you want to say it. I felt like he didn't even know the kid. Yeah, right. like it was just like, yeah, like half the stuff he's saying. I'm like, what? That doesn't even make you know sense. You they, they didn't show a picture of them together. Right, right, there was right. nothing. It was just weird. Like, like the stuff it has nothing to do with him like being gay or not. It was just I don't know if I, I believe the guy I on TV. Say his wife is a ride and die chick. Oh yes, I need me one of them. Facts, because she was there. She was there. Until the last second when they were on the phone and he told her he was going to kill himself so that she could get all his money. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. But yeah, that was my quick little story. I didn't really 
you know, mean to like bring down the morale, but you nope. know, morale so high. <laughs> Shaq <laughs> Barrett, the most oh, elusive man. backer in the league. <laughs> oh oh man. man, that's great. So expectations. Give us a number. How that's many wins? I want. I want a number. How many wins in the regular season? I want to say at least twelve. At least twelve. So you're not no perfect season. We're not going to win that crazy. No, no, no. I'm sure some people are saying it. Yeah, but they have to go through the Saints twice. Atlanta's no slouch twice. Yeah, you know. Atlanta's got no defense. Neither. But Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley, yeah, and Todd Gurley, yeah, could put up some numbers this year. But we put in a bigger numbers, though. Get at me. <laughs> D-Griffy. Google me. No, you heard kidding. it here first. <laughs> oh, oh, I love man. it. I love it. It's totally- no, I, I, I think we'll be around that 12, 12 win category. So you're thinking 12 and 4, 13 and 3, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, your non-divisional games, I mean... Broncos, I think you can win that Very game. Winnable. Yeah. Chargers, you're gonna win that game. Definitely the Bucks, win. you're gonna win that game. I, I honestly think the Packers. Did are, you just say the Bucks were gonna play I'm the sorry, Bucks? The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> oh, whoo, that game's gonna be spicy in my household. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know my dad's a big Bears fan. Yeah, Big Mike. But I think that's gonna be an easy win for you guys. The Packers, I think, are the most overrated team in football. They won 13 games last year. Seven of them were against backup Aaron quarterbacks. Jones piece of shit. They won seven. Fantasy. <laughs> they won seven games last year against backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, the Raiders, easy. It's a winnable game. The Giants is a winnable game. Yeah. The Rams. I'm I'm chalking the Chiefs up as a loss. Yeah. The Vikings game could be a loss. The Lions is going to be a win. Yeah. You, you know, I'm only seeing two. Two real losses there. Yeah, but I I do agree with they're the twelve win number. Losses. Yeah, you know they're just you could pull them out. But I think the Chiefs game is going to be a loss. But I mean, twelve and four is a good number. I'd say so. First yeah. round bye maybe. Yeah, after going four and twelve for the last <laughs> thirty five fucking years, yeah, it'd be a static I'd say so. too. <laughs> and then you know the real question here is, do you win the division? No, I think so. I think I so. think so too. Because we stacked, and we have Shaq Barrett, baby. (laughs) I really do think so, too. I think so. Tim's just being a hater. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Tim. No, it's all good. I will say, shout out to Almax Diner in Fall River, Mass. (laughs) Some of the dopest coffee on the block. Oh, I did. I did drop you off a free. Yes, coffee you did, day. and it was bomb, dude. I'm getting some tomorrow morning. Good, good. I appreciate that. But yeah, I'm looking at the Saints schedule. They have the exact same schedule, um, minus like one game. It's it's they play the Eagles instead, and they play the 49ers. So they may they're in that 13 and three, 12 and four range too. It's going to come down to a tiebreaker. Yeah. It's and going to be whoever wins those games. Yeah. Head to head games, I think. La- last year, when you look at it, like I said. Um, you were in one game, the other game you should have been in if it wasn't for a terrible yep. performance. Yep. But, I mean, do you see a. So, let's say you guys are 12 and 4. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl contenders or no? Yes. Okay. I like it. 
Yes. It's not a bold take, but just yes. <laughs> I I just feel Tampa you know, Bay the two seed uh, with with adding Brady. You, you know, with adding Brady, you got to think Jameis. Though he was he's been in the league for a while. He's not Tom Brady. No. He, you know, knowledge wise, leadership wise, he's not Tom Brady. So we're also adding that. You know, well, and it's going to make it, like we said before, make a huge difference. It's going to help the defense. It's going to help the run game. It's going to help the team overall. And, you know, Todd, like I keep saying, Todd Bowl. That was huge pickup for us. Yeah. He's a, yeah. For sure. You ha- people have to pay attention to the offensive and defensive coordinators. It makes all the difference. And, and to be honest with you, if and this is something for the people who are listening because of fantasy football. You should be paying attention to who the offensive and defensive coordinators are, especially offensive for fantasy. Because if, if you know, a, a guy like Todd Bowles, who can who is a very good defensive coordinator. And how great has Byron Leftwich been? Yeah. Stepping into that role? Yeah. He, that's a whole, and, and then never mind the new quarterback, and they're going to work together. Yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the best of both worlds for them. They're going to have a medium ground. Because you're going to have Tom Brady's quick passing game with Byron Leftwich's throw at 70 yards. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was as a player when he was the yeah. Jags. And, you know, for all you Pats fans out there, let me ask you this. When was the last time Tom Brady ever broke the law to get ahead for you guys, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, listen. If he did that oh, when he was no. in New England. Twice. No. If, if, well, he broke into someone's house. <laughs> He's he a free man now. He can do anything he wants. He walked into some guy's house, dropped his bags, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, this isn't Byron's house? <laughs> like, no, I'm not Byron. <laughs> well, you all, you also got to think, too, when it comes to Tom Brady, I wonder how much pushback he might have gotten at home, you know, and how much, you know, him and Giselle really talked about moving forward in his career. You know, that has a big to do with it. She has she doesn't want him to retire like a lot of sports talk says she does. Mm-hmm. It's I don't not know about that. She's publicly come out and said that she she wished she was home. Well, yeah. And, so what well, girlfriend doesn't? Well, I, I I'm agree. not saying that, but I, I think they might be more of a push than not at all. I don't think she's I, I see her more as supporting him and making sure that I, he wants to play. If he right. wants to play, she's gonna support him rather than bitching about it. Yeah. So you think a lot of that came because he wasn't happy? It's all because he wasn't happy. I don't think she wanted to live in Tampa Bay. Because where... If, Who the hell doesn't want to live in Tampa Bay? If, if I had to... Because realistically, when he said he wasn't... Tampa Bay? When he said he wasn't coming to New England anymore, it was either living in Los Angeles yeah, or yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Los Angeles makes a lot more sense for her career. So if she had more of a say in it, don't you think he'd be a charger right now throwing a Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry? But in Tampa Bay, they're closer to her, her home country. Kinda. That's where they spend a lot of the summers and things like that. In Brazil, uh, she's from Brazil, I believe. I forget what yep. it is. It's something yep. like that. You're gonna tell me they're closer to our home country, but you don't even know what one it is. <laughs> I know it was South, South America. I yeah. forget what it was. It was one of the. But I just want them. the record to show that Cali isn't exactly far from South America. You know, I. You know, I feel. You know, Brady wanted to come to a new, you know, organization, and show he could still win. You know, it that, was, I need to disconnect from yeah. Bill. I'm done with Bill. Yeah. yeah. Bill's a dick. It seems like that's what everybody's consensus <laughs> is. Bill's a dick. Point. Yeah. You know, but when you look at all the great coaches, they weren't uh, friendly Joes. You know? Yeah. 
I'm never going to complain. We win. Well, we won and won and won some more. So until now. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Oh, Jesus. I said, now I have Jason Tatum. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll be just fine in, in New England. Yo, <laughs> isn't that bad? I'm a Lakers fan too. Oh God, you're you're a terrible human being. I'm a Sox fan. That doesn't mean shit. You might as well be a Yankees fan. <gasps> Don't oh. you ever say that. I'll say it again. Oh, ever man. again. I'll say it again. That's a big difference. That's that, that's even huge. though we won we won the the city champs as the Braves, right? No, with the Red, Red Sox. Because your dad, your dad had all the pulling. We got the Red Sox. But yeah, we went undefeated. I hit an inside the park home run in the championship game, and then you made me retire from baseball. <laughs> you want to tell the story? Yeah, too? that's. We'll, we'll end on this. So we're like nine years old, and I'm not the best baseball player. I, mean, I was good enough you to make. Good. I was good, good enough to make yeah. the All Star teams. Yep. Yeah, I, I wasn't on your level or Nate's level or anything like that, but I was all right. But I didn't really enjoy it like I did football and base, uh, basketball. Yeah. First practice of the year. Yep. Devin's dad's the coach. Okay. We're at like Chew Park. Devin's throwing BP to get everybody warmed up. It's 25 degrees outside. <laughs> I can see my breath. Yeah. I can see everybody else's breath. Yeah. This guy comes out throwing heat like he's trying to end global warming. <laughs> throwing heat. First pitch drills me in the ribs. Okay. I said, fuck I it. I'm done with baseball. <laughs> Put my shit down. Said, Mom, I'm good. We're going home. Trying to toughen you up. That's what happened. Ah, he's throwing heat in my head in 20 degree weather. Give me a little slow pitch, Sawama. Put the damn ball on a tee. I'm seven years old. He was trying to make you a better player for the future. That yeah, look where I am now. <laughs> If you would have stuck with it, you would have been great. How's that? Uh, I doubt it. I used to put my hat on my head and sit in the outfield. Sorry, right, that was a grass picker in baseball. <laughs> no, I, I played the hot corner and he played short. I did. But yeah. it was, you know. It's fun memory. I appreciate you making me quit baseball and become a basketball player. I got you, bro. You're a good basketball player. Yeah. But, all right, man. I want to thank you for coming on. Yeah. I want to thank you for our intro. Without a doubt. And of course, we got to thank you for the wonderful friendship. You know, it's always love when it comes to these two. You know, like they said, it's been a friendship for a very long time, and it's going to continue that way. Again, my name is D. Griffey. You can find me on all, you know, streaming platforms. And, you know, if you don't have any streaming platforms, Google me. Yep. YouTube, I'm sure you're on YouTube, right? Nah, I'm kidding. That was cocky as shit. But yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that was, on that was spot on. I, I felt like that was appropriate. That stuff, you know, I appreciate the love from you too. You know, and I can't wait to hear these future podcasts for sure. We're gonna have to yeah, have I'm you back on because you course. are in our home league. Yes, and all that you are. Stuff, so. I am. So and next time, I almost won, motherfucker. <laughs> no, you did it. Almost. I knocked you out. I know. I came at four. Yeah, that's not almost. Yeah, but that's yeah. That's, see, that's a Bucks but, fan but, thing. But you gotta think. But you gotta think. That's when Henry and fucking Cook were both hurt. Yeah. I traded you, Henry. You did. I gave you out. That works for both of us, though. The, the thing that kind of screwed me, though, in the end, Cortland Sutton. I gave uh, you him, too. Yeah. Because I, I gave you, I gave you, you, you gave me yeah, Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen and somebody else yep. for Cortland Sutton and Derrick Henry. Yeah. yeah. It but was de- pretty even. But Derrick Henry was my third running back on yeah, that team. That, you were so I was low. And I had another guy behind. I had Marlon Mack behind. I had a bunch of other guys where I had so much depth. Where I, was I had to move. I needed, a, I needed a wide out. But 
And you wouldn't give me Michael Thomas. <laughs> well, who the hell trades Michael Thomas? He almost did. I needed to give up a lot more, but yeah. it, it, it would have it been Julio and Derrick Henry for yeah. Michael yeah. Thomas. Yeah. But. On that note, we're going to end it there. Thanks, I don't want man. Anymore. I appreciate it. Course, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.